Are you exercising, eating the way you think you need to, squeezing in sleep, and still feel like your mind and body aren't performing at their peak? We interview the world's experts on nutrition, hormones, peptides, and molecular biology, as well as longevity. Learn newfound insight to promote healing, defy aging, and take your performance to superhuman levels. Get ready to feel strong and look great, clear your skin, achieve your ideal weight, and love life. I say keep the food as simple, simple. as possible. Make a simple salad, add, open up a can of beans, add beans to it. Make your quinoa. If you don't want to have, if you have no time to cook quinoa or brown rice, guess what? Trader Joe's has both of those in the frozen section, oil free. Do you know across the street is Trader Joe's? Literally from my office here. Yeah, I saw that when I was walking. I'm like, oh, maybe I should go in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. What do you think about what we call intuitive eating? Meaning you eat when, when you feel a little hungry. weak or hungry and not, not eating just because everyone's sitting down to eat. And right? not because everybody's here, come bored. a little closer here. I think I think you're still in if we just come a little further where they can see the table here. Very good. Okay, good. Uh, so when we take a look at, I like to get the pre-chopped and pre-washed. Uh, I, this I got at Smart and Final, and it says What's coleslaw, it? green cabbage, carrots, red cabbage, pre-washed, ready to eat, no preservatives. And I actually had a separate little container that had the purple cabbage and the carrots. So that ended up in this salad <laughs> right here. I think Nick's e Nick, do you eat that whole bag of salad? <laughs> I, I like to tr put them in this glass container sure. and then... I'll go through one or two of these. When I'm wanting to lose weight, I'll shoot for two of these. When that's I'm just perfect. eating normal, I eat one of these. That's perfect. So, so that's that's usually what Actually, I do. Actually, my salad for lunch today was bigger than that. The bigger the salad, the skinnier the person. Is that possible? Absolutely. So long it's as possible. it's oil-free and sugar-free. Exactly. Oil-free, Now, we can use a little avocado, right? Yeah, and sometimes I do. I'm not mm -hmm. against avocado. As long as you're... If you're at your ideal weight... Yes, I say add in the avocado, and if you want some nuts in there, add it in there. But if you're not at your ideal weight, then no, stay away from the nuts and stay away from the avocado. Recently, I became allergic to walnuts. So I know walnuts are good for us, but now I can't even have the walnuts anymore. Yeah, so I washed my hands. <laughs> I did wash my hands, okay. So we've got uh, the cauliflower. I mean, it, I mean, it looks good to begin with, but, you know... What I'd like to do is show people how to flavor these things up. We were talking about uh, fermented uh, jicama, and it's spelled with a J. -I, J. So yeah. it, it could throw you off. Jicama? Or jimica. Yeah, jimica. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what I like about it is they have this fermented, so these things can last forever, literally. I mean, and it's got jalapeno peppers. So if well, you like the good. little spicy yeah, a little, a little bit. little spicy is good. And so, you know, I like to just pour, sometimes I'll pour some of the sauce in there as well. But, you know, just basically just add will, just add as many. And you know the nice thing about jicama is it's so high in fiber, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but I have a new student that started with me uh, last week. And she was like binging on my fat loss and weight loss course and watching all the videos. about four hours worth of videos and stuff. And so by the time I got on the, the phone with her on a, on a coaching session, I, I asked her, what did she eat? For, you know that day and the next day and by the time she got done telling me what she ate I said I, I feel like I'm at my own household that's yeah. amazing yeah. and she just paid attention 
and did what she said, but she said, because I got Because she's highly motivated. I think, I think that's key. You have to be highly motivated in order to do this. Because if you're not, if you're, if you're in it just to lose five pounds, 10 pounds, because you want to go to a wedding or you're trying to fit it. No, seriously. Uh, you're right. You're, I, I smile because you're right. Yeah, I, I hear it all the time. You have to be highly, highly motivated and in, in order to do this. Because this is not a diet, you guys. This is not, I'm going to do this for a month and then call it a day. This is, and I'm sure it is for you, a lifestyle. Yes. This is, this is what we do. This is day in and day out, no matter if we're traveling or if we're someplace this is it and and i want you to continue in that vein but black eyed peas is arguably one of the highest sources of water soluble fiber so it's like dramatic in soaking up cholesterol in the intestines and i know the meat dairy companies have deluded people thinking cholesterol is not important don't worry about it you can have high cholesterol i even watched a carnivore doctor the other day saying his ldl the bad cholesterol was yeah. 500 oh my god and what, his own crazy? father had died at 43 and he's 43 so i'm thinking and then he's depending on a coronary calcium score saying oh well it was clear well what were you eating before knowing your dad had died and leading up to now you've all of a sudden switched to carnivore diet and you're eating what, what did they talk nose to tail which is yeah. Are you kidding me? You're going to sacrifice your life. What's at stake, folks, to lose weight or to get in shape to look good? You might lose weight on one of these obscure protein diets that dehydrates the body. Back. The weight comes back. You and I have both tried those those diets. At least I have. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I was successful for a while. And then sure enough, it all came back. And you know what? It doesn't come back in little amounts. It comes back like in trifles. Like it comes back big time. Yeah. So what do we got here? So we've got a salad right now with beans and lettuce and and cauliflower and we could throw in some mushrooms. We could throw an avocado in there. Should we go raw mushrooms or cooked? Either one's good for you, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. So, uh, and these are brown mushrooms. And if you like black eyed peas, I'm coming out with a YouTube video next week because I just I'm gonna do a whole black eyed pea uh, recipe. My favorite group to work out to is black eyed peas. Well, there you go. You can work out and uh, eat at the same time. I love the music because <laughs> the beat is a one-two beat and it keeps me on pace while I'm working out and lifting. Go. I love their music. But I would chop these mushrooms up. I know Nick just kind of threw them in there, but I would have... I'm in it. I, I, I would slice them up because there's just... It's easier to... You have to make the food easier to eat because when they're in big whole pieces, that makes it a little bit tougher. Like those cauliflowers. There you go. Okay, so Nick's going to be coming on my show to do a cooking, <laughs> to do his cooking. <laughs> I love to cook. You know, for me, it's a very big stress reliever, and I collected... It's therapy. Don't you agree? I love it. I collected cookbooks from all over the world, and indigently to, to the culture, there were certain recipes. I go, yeah. oh, wow, that's already oil-free, sugar-free, fat-free with all the spices and flavors. Yeah, what about Persian dishes? Because I wrote the book, Simply Healthy Cookbook, with 240 recipes, all oh, designed to be soy-free, gluten-free, yeah. dairy-free. I mean, it just fits right into you know what, what, what we've been, eating. what we live. But the, the difference was the recipes that ended up in the book had to be recipes that tasted good had good kind of texture sure. were voted by other of the class participants to say oh i i love that that is really good well, we'll and have to pick one from the book for you man. absolutely almost every cuisine is represented here and persian is represented absolutely what, what do you have for persian food let's let's i mean i think we have doll in there is, is doll no, considered doll is that's india, india. Give, give me a persian uh like it's all the, all the stews all the different races that we have 
Yeah, we've got. Because a- I've done a whole, I've converted a lot of the Persian recipes wow. um, to our way of eating, and especially one. Do you have you ever had? You've had Persian food, right? Oh yeah, I have okay, a Persian so, doctor who. So uh, have you? You've had Iraq's next to Persia, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Your she neighbors. speaks both. 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 Have you had tadig? What is that? Tadig is the bottom of the rice. So like when we're making rice, like traditionally you make rice, you put a lot of oil on the bottom and then you put the rice on okay. top or you could make or you could put potatoes on top and then you add the rice on top and that's how you cook it. So it has potatoes and rice? Well, you could. You could have potatoes okay. and rice. But when you're when you're done cooking the rice, you take the rice out and then that bottom part that's got the oil and everything. That's crunched up. It's usually about a quarter inch thick. Yeah. And that's what people fight over. They're not fighting over the rice. They Aww. want that bottom of the rice, okay. the pot. It's called the tadig, which it, it is so crunchy and it's so delicious, but it's full of oil. So what's the option? Well, I learned how to make it oil-free. I, I, I saw a picture of it on your sushi uh, demonstration. So, so tell me how that how you made it. I saw it, I but you didn't say, say how you did I it. I can't say how I make it because oh. it's a paid webinar that you know people are still buying. Okay, and, okay, cool. Um, well, how do they get that? Well, they can go on my website, A Healthy Cooking Shada, uh-huh. and they can go into the resource section, and it's under the Persian Rices, and they'll learn how to make that. They can sign up for it. Perfect. But I'm not kidding you. you. You'll have to come over, and I'll have to make it for you. I'm, uh, I'm down. Okay, sounds good. So a lot of Persians come to our house and they don't believe me. They actually come in the oh. kitchen with me and they say, uh-uh-uh, before you take it out, we want to come and watch. I'm like, watch what? They go, nope, we want to come and watch. So they come and then this is what they'll do, believe it or not. They'll either take a napkin or I'll move the thing away and they'll put their, they're like, oh my God, there is no oil. Wow. I'm like, I'm telling you, there <laughs> is no oil. It is oil free. So, yeah. Now, I use a Breville oven because Chef AJ recommended I use it for everything. Well, I have the Breville and I have the Instant Pot and I use the stove and I use, yeah, 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 you got to use everything. Yeah, you you do to to really make it good. But it's quick, too. The Breville, I I, I did uh, sliced French fries, no oil, right? You don't need it. And then I put some uh, lemon pepper, which, oh, speak. Speaking of that, what happened right. to my lemon okay. pepper? Okay. So, I mean, lemon pe- pepper to taste, but I had cayenne pepper. Mm-hmm. I had garlic powder. And I put that all on the potatoes to taste, right? And my 11-year-old son who, let's just say he's been raised in that generation that sure. is the French fry generation. Sure. And he ate the whole plate. I mean, it was a pile. And don't you think that was good for him to Absolutely. eat that whole plate it's of potatoes? Delicious. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with him eating all that. <laughs> Absolutely. Even if he ate all this right now, there's nothing wrong with that. Even better, if he's wanting to drop a little weight, uh, that's so the way to do it. are you influencing him to eat this way a little bit? A little, a lot. He, he knows. Uh, we even have a series together called uh, Chef, uh, Chef Roman. Oh, that's so cute. And, I think I saw one episode and I thought yeah. it was the cutest thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. since he was, I don't know, six years old. I you think know? that's fantastic. So, so you know, no, he, he knows all the ins and outs. And, and so I have to compete with, hey, dad, you know, come on. That 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 black bean burger didn't quite come out. And, uh, you know, he, he gives me the thumbs down. So I have to, like, really stretch to figure out how to make it competitive wise. Right. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I, I, but, I succeed. Sometimes I don't. But it's also because he hasn't neuroadapted. And that's what people seem to fail look if you do this for 21 days you're going to start neuroadapting your palate your taste buds are going to start changing and then one day you're going to wake up and go oh my god how the heck did i ever eat the other foods and when your taste buds neuroadapt the food tastes so much better you're actually tasting the tomatoes you're actually tasting the beans you're actually tasting the food and if they have a hard time neuroadapting you send them to true north they do a water fast boom 
Yeah, and and um, and even Optimum Health Lemon Grove for cancer patients. Yeah, now, absolutely. Uh, I haven't been there in a while. Are so. they using oil free in their preparation with the uh, salads and things? Because I knew they do a lot when, of sprouts and salads. Right, when and I was there, the oil was being used. But I tell you what, they used they didn't use that much oil. There was some oil, but not that much. Right, right. But they're not oil free. Okay. They're okay. not oil free. Yeah, yeah. Well, they just need to be educated, you know, right? I yeah, mean, I think you and I should go over there and educate them. Let's, let's, I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> I actually had a, a chef who worked at Optum Health, and she was plant-based, and I said, look, if you're going to be on my show, I want you to choose your recipes and make them oil free. Absolutely. And, and she did. She did. We, she did some great classes, and, and it was great. I mean, I... I'm excited because, see, people, they, they have a dish like this with beans, mushrooms, cabbage, romaine lettuce. Uh, you know, it's all in there. Onions. And think about G-bombs, right? Absolutely, the, the Ackerman, right? What does that stand for? Greens, beans, mm -hmm. onions. Um, oh, God. Seeds. G, greens, beans, onions. I forgot what the M is. Mushrooms. Mushrooms. There you go. Keep going. Berries and seeds. Yep. So salsa. This this has been a lifesaver for me. I can't tell you how many times I go to a Mexican restaurant and I order the dinner salad. I bring the salsa. I skip the chips. I bring warm corn tortillas. Yeah. I, I I get some um, uh, some a little bit of guacamole. Mm -hmm. And, and beans, frijoles de la olla, beans cooked in water. And I have Mexican food. I, I love going to I Mexican restaurants. I love Mexican foods. And you know what? Salsa is so easy to make. And I'm not trying to plug my own horn today, but I just put a video online this morning about making salsa. There's nothing like fresh salsa. No, well, and, right? and, well, oh. and I, the way I made it, because yeah. people always tell me, oh, I don't have fresh tomatoes. I don't have fresh onions. I don't have fresh this. And look, guys, I made it with two cans of fire roasted tomatoes. Oh. And then I, so th it's quick and easy. It's things that you probably probably already have in your pantry there's no reason not to do it do you like tomatillo the green chilies i love tomatillos they so they're so delicious i'm glad you can pronounce it right i mess words <laughs> up all the time I'm like what where did you come from what country are you from oh well you know i'm from southern california yeah, and my, okay and english is my third language <laughs> okay. so there is no excuse trust there is me there's no excuse for you absolutely <laughs> hey danny let's open up to questions uh anyone has questions while shada's here Okay, good. Well, please, I'm just letting the audience know now's sure, the time to ask questions. your questions. So, you know, in a whole salad that's that's maybe, and by the way, people think this salad's for the family. No, that's for you. That's for me, maybe a second person, if I'll, you know, if like you share, right, right. <laughs> but I come to the office and I bring these things and I say, hey, just take a plate. And, you know, the staff jumps in. So it, it, it does work out fine. So. You know, uh, I, I think fresh avocado is, is so good and, and so good for you. Uh, I, and I think that, you know, everyone out there needs to understand that we're not advocating zero fat. We're saying no, no, we're no, saying no, healthy, no, no. healthy right? fats. So if you so want to find that. So to me, OK, you guys want olive oil. Eat the whole olive. Why do you need the oil? Right. Have the olive, it's better for you. Have the avocado. You want to throw in four or five walnuts on top of here, some almonds, some sunflower seeds. Have it. But again, it depends on the results you're trying to get, and it depends where you are on your weight loss journey. Because if you are wanting to lose weight... Olives. Yeah. yeah. If you're wanting to lose weight, I personally, this is for me, if, I want, if I'm trying to you know, lose weight, I'm not going to have the olives, I'm not going to have the avocado, I'm not going to have the nuts and seeds. 
or in sequencing, it would be the last thing. It, it would, would be, be such a small thing. amount, right? Right. It would be the last thing, and I'd like be a so condiment. full. Flavoring. But see, people don't know condiments. Mm. People, there's people like me. If you tell me to have one, I want ten. So it's it's you also have to know yourself and see where you, where you fall. If you're one of those that can have one walnut, God bless you because that's so not me. Well, or pistachios. I, I got gotcha. you, and I, I would I would suggest that the essential fatty acids in the whole nuts and seeds, in the whole avocado or coconut, has some really important beneficial sure. uh, factors. So you would have to then think as food is your medicine in that in absolutely, that regard right absolutely. and not not get crazy about look you know hey if you have an issue with it then when it's made you sprinkle in the few almonds or cashews or whatever it is and that's what that's in there if you if you found it in the dish you're the winner that's great that's fine that, but right again you have to know yourself and know that you're not going to go back to the refrigerator or back to the pantry and grab more of it so depending on, like I said, it's, I think it's a really a personal thing that you need to know yourself. Okay, so Amy split pea. Oh, you can make it yourself. Okay, and let's say you're in a hurry and you're in this generation and you're struggling with they're going to go through a drive through versus they're going to just open this up and heat okay. it up, right? Yeah. Okay, so you gave me some suggestions about what to do with the holidays now, sweet potato puree. What could we do with that? So I think, well, I would take this and <laughs> I, I might add a banana to this and I might add chocolate to this, like raw cacao powder. And you can make a little chocolate mousse out of it. Yum. And add a Add some vanilla. If you want to add some nutmeg or, or cinnamon to it, you can. But those would be something quick and easy. As quick long as you're easy. okay with having chocolate. Absolutely. And I'm always okay to have chocolate. Now, of course, it's it's uh, sugar-free chocolate, essentially. It's the, raw, it's the raw cacao powder. Nice. And I found a place, actually, my friend Tammy Kramer, she um, told me about a place in Santa Barbara where you can get the cacao nibs or the, the, like the chocolate chip version and it's pure 100% just the cacao and nothing has been added to it. And I actually like to sprinkle it when I make a little bit of ice cream, like three or four of those on top. But I've brought it for friends to try and some people are like, oh my God, this is so bitter. And I'm like, well, that's how chocolate is supposed to be. This is 100%. Well, tell me what's in, what's in the ice cream recipe. I mean, you, oh, you the, mentioned well, it. Well, oh. it's I could be anything you want. Like I just made, um, I just made a waffle ice cream, and it had bananas and cherries. But frozen banana, yeah. Absolutely, frozen cherries, frozen banana. I have a champion juicer, and it, and the, and it makes the best ice cream. But you can make it in a Vitamix. You can make it in a food processor. You don't need a champion juicer. Now, Shada, you can go to the frozen section and buy frozen organic blueberries, frozen strawberries, etc. Right? And even vegetables. Even when it's out of season. Absolutely, you can. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, all day long. You've you got to think, we've got to think in terms of, you've got a busy person out there probably doing two shifts because of the the, the lockdown the and, and everyone's going, going through this and then then they got to somehow figure out how to fit in you know stress management dealing with their kids who are staying home on online classes that's right why i say keep the food as simple, simple as possible make a simple salad add open up a can of beans add beans to it make your quinoa if you don't want to have if you have no time to cook quinoa or brown rice 
guess what? Trader Joe's has both of those in the frozen section, oil-free. Do you know across the street is Trader Joe's? Literally from my office here? Yeah, I saw that when I was walking. I'm like, oh, maybe I should go in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. So black-eyed, uh, black, black beans. beans, and it, it basically is amongst one of the highest fiber sources. It's got uh, nine grams of fiber. There's seven servings. So that means it has 72 uh, grams. I mean, that's crazy. 72 grams of fiber. You know, in primitive times, the average person ate about 100 to 120 grams of fiber a day. Current people yeah, current? eat less than five grams of fiber. That's really at bear, sad. At bear. And so what I, going back to that original story of the new student that just joined in and has binged on my class, Fat Loss and Fitness, she goes, but I got to tell you, I've used the restroom eight times a day. And I go, yeah, that's good. You're detoxing yeah, you're all those chemicals and toxins. Yeah. She says, yeah, I'm, I'm no problem with that. And it also gets me off from the chair. You know, I'm moving she's my body, get, getting little <laughs> squats and exercise, right? And uh, she, she's from uh, Nepal. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so for her, some of the original recipes that they grew up with, she's adopting right now for her mom. You have mom. to. You have to because I was not going to give up my Persian food. There is no way. It, and give me an idea. Somehow Indian food, Persian food, Nepal, kind Not of that. Similar. Very similar, right? Because we use a lot of herbs and we use a lot of ah. vegetables and we use a lot of rice and we use a lot of beans. I remember growing up, we had meat once a week. Once a week we had meat. Meat was a treat. Meat wasn't mm -hmm. breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But throughout the rest of the week was potatoes, rice, beans. So we ate all that. So I remember anytime you went to grandpa's house, he always had a bowl of red, steamed red potatoes in the kitchen. That's what but he they would, were steamed. They weren't they were cooked steamed. in oil. No, they were steamed. My grandmother was not a huge advocate of oil. She used it, not that she didn't use it, but she, for whatever reason, was never a huge fan of it. So we, didn't, we grew up with things that were not that oily to begin with. Yes. But, you know, you come to America, land of opportunity, land of fast food, land of you can just drive through, and, uh, you know, it gets you. Have you been able to go to some restaurants and get, uh, whether it be Persian food or Indian food or anything, and get them to somewhat adapt, uh, or you just work around the dishes that are just literally swimming in oil? Some, I mean, they're obviously swimming in some oil. Some things... Some things, yes, they can do, but for the most part, if I go to the Persian restaurants, it's a salad, and I oh, and wow. I have just a lemon juice and balsamic vinegar, even P.F. Chang's. There's a dish that, I don't know, do you go to P.F. Chang's? Mm -hmm. Okay, sure. so you know how they have that Buddha bowl? Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so one time <laughs> we, went, we were there with friends, and I ordered the Buddha bowl, uh -huh. and she asked me, she goes, do you have any food allergies? Okay. And I said, yes, I do, in fact. And mm -hmm. she goes, and I said it very seriously because I've gotten good about lying about this one. And I said, I have an oil allergy. And nice. she goes, what do you mean? I said, what I mean is I didn't bring my EpiPen and, and I can't have any oil touching my food. And if it gets in my food, even if it's on your pan or anything, I'm going to be in deep trouble. And all of a sudden she turned white and she goes, hold on. And I'm thinking, okay, the Buddha bowl, it says steamed vegetables and steamed rice. What are you talking exactly. about? Exactly. Ah, but it's not. No. No. So this is how they do it. She okay. came back and she goes, you can't have the Buddha bowl. And I'm thinking, I've ordered it many times, and I've, but I've never really questioned it. And I said, what do you mean I can't have it? She goes, well, this is how we make it. There's a big bucket of water. And in that water, we put oil. And then oh. we've got a steamer basket. And we put the, the vegetables 
in that steamer bucket, and that's sitting on top of the water. So the particles of the water and the oil is getting on your food. Oh. And I said, really? And I said, so he can't make it the old-fashioned way? He goes, no, he's going to make it. And then everybody at the table said, we're going to have what she's having so that the <laughs> chef doesn't, like, you know, he's not just making it for one person. But I had no idea. So even foods people that they tell you that it's steamed, ask the question how it's steamed because I was very disappointed in P.F. Chang's for saying it's steamed, but it's not really steamed the way you and I would well, think it is. Well, it's the first time I've heard that. And, you know, it's interesting because I go to restaurants quite often traveling, and I'm good at ordering uh, foods when I look on the whole menu and putting things off, together. Yeah, off menu, not not the main dishes. Sure. And so other people that know me or they're with me and they go, I'll, I'll have whatever he orders. Just just double what he's yeah. ordering. And, you know, it's good to know that people really do care. Absolutely. And once they spend more time, because one of the problems with food addictions is if you are challenged and you're eating hamburgers, hot dogs, french fries, you're eating, you know, dairy product and and you're you're showing the result of it clearly you can't live that way for years and years eating that way so if you're hanging out with people like that plan to eat ahead before you get to them Absolutely. when you get to the restaurant say hey you know what i've already eaten or be smart enough to order side menu dishes and don't accept the group order of foods and items i have to tell you a really great please, story please. i was in vegas with my mom mm -hmm. and i think we were at the mirage <laughs> and we I, I always tell them i said can i just walk through and see what you guys have because of my food allergies and they're like oh sure but so i looked and there was nothing there so i walk out and the lady goes why are you leaving? I said, well, unfortunately, there's nothing for me here. And she goes, well, what are your food allergies? I said, well, dairy, you know, meats and oil. Oil? And I said, yeah, I just can't have any, any type. She goes, well, we use olive oil. And I said, I'm sorry, I, I appreciate that, but unfortunately, I can't. He goes, wait, 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 would you talk to our chef? And I said, sure. So the chef comes out. He goes, what's this? I understand there's nothing for you here. And I said, look, <laughs> this is how I eat. I'm vegan. Right. I'm plant-based, whatever you want to call me, but I can't do any salt, oil, or sugar. He goes, okay, tell me what you can have. Mm. And I said, okay. I said, I can have any type of rice. I can have any type of potatoes. I can have any type of steamed vegetables or raw vegetables. And obviously, fruit, not an issue. He goes, give me 20 minutes. I'm going to have something for you. Very and nice. I thought, really? I'm telling you. He came <laughs> back. People were coming to our table and saying, where did you get that food? And then he sat with me because he, he was overweight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he wanted to talk. Sure. He goes, you've got me intrigued. And so I talked to him. We exchanged numbers because he wanted to learn about this. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping I haven't heard from him. And I'm hoping that he's continuing on this plant-based journey because he was really highly motivated. You know, Shada, again, for our, our listeners just jumping on, the, the fact that you've reduced and kept off for over five years, 120 pounds. Nine years. Nine years. Oh, I didn't realize. Wow, that's impressive. You know, for myself, it's been 43 years where I dropped 50 pounds and I've kept it off. That's fantastic. And so, you know, I've lived oil-free, salt-free, sugar-free. I should have known you back then. I, 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 just, I just started earlier than most people because I was blessed. I met Nathan Pritikin. Absolutely. Uh, Danny, on my shelf, there's Live Longer Now. Can you grab the book? It's just there. I, I just wanted to mention it. But, you know, the point is, I, I, it's right there. No, behind, right there. One of the books there, Live Longer Now. So I think that for people who are new to this, it's kind of a cultural shock because 
you know, number one, why are you excluding certain things that everyone says is healthy? And yet the truth is, it's not just that it's saturated, polyunsaturate or monounsaturate fats. Those are the hydrogen bonds. It really has nothing to do with the fact that Pritikin once stated this very clearly. It is mechanically sticky. Oil, if you poured it in your hand and you put sugar or salt in this hand and you poured it and you turn your hand, it would just fall down. Oil, it, it would just fall. If, if you put oil and then sugar and salt, it sticks to it. Oh, well, I didn't know that. If you think about it, when I look under the microscope, which after this, if you like, almost all my guests, I give them uh, the opportunity to look at their blood under the microscope, you can see directly from consumption of any kind of oils, it roll right from into the lymphatics, oh, the white blood cells that. first, yeah. and then it goes right into the general bloodstream for hours. And the only time the oil disappears is after at least 12 hours of not eating overnight, eight to 12 hours. Yep. So why are all Americans required to fast for their blood test? Because they couldn't pass the test. They would have extremely high, if they're keto, or if they're plant, if they're paleo animal based and they're using oils, the only time they can do their test is after fasting. I can do my test after eating in the sure. middle of the day. When you can pass a test in the middle of the day after eating, you'll get rid of diabetes, heart disease, lower risk of cancer, high blood pressure. All of it is mechanical stickiness that restricts the blood flow. The little blood cells that get to the brain, the capillaries, they clump together and 30% of the entire circulation is blocked going to the brain. So the reason you're so sharp and I'm so sharp and I'm, I'm I think bragging I, I on I'm myself. Sharp. No, you're quick. You're sharp. It's obvious. Most people are sharp because they had to drink coffee to get through the day. Oh, I, I don't that. need no, coffee at no, all. And, no. and it, it just, just isn't You know, needed. what I'm really thrilled about is I had, the, I had the high cholesterol, the high triglycerides. I was pre-diabetic. I got rid of all the meds. But what I'm really proud of is my mom. Yeah, because yeah. At, you know, at 68, she mm -hmm. agreed to do this. And she went wow. cold turkey. How many years ago was that? She's going to be 77 this in October in a few weeks. And she got rid of her high blood pressure. She got rid of her triglycerides, her cholesterol, her diabetes. She got rid of everything. The only person that I'm sorry that's not here is my uncle who died needlessly because of a gastric bypass surgery so oh. that I could teach him how to eat this way. I'm very passionate about this way of eating because I've seen what it does for me firsthand, my family. But... To lose someone like that, I, I, I will shout it out on the rooftop that this is what they need to do. My mom started when she was about 45 years old. She's now 85. God bless so her. So for 40 years, she has followed and adhered to. Now, her only comment is that she's not real good about her daily exercise. So I keep, That's you know, my she, mom. I show up to her home and we walk around the block together. Yeah. We talk. And yet she knows, she knows the diet is so powerful and so effective that she can stick with that and be sharp, quick. You know, she has no arthritis, no heart Isn't disease, no diabetes, takes no medications. She's 85, folks. It's fantastic. And sharp. She'll run circles around, you know, any of the people at My the office. My mom went to go have her uh, cataract surgery. <laughs> yeah. And it was the funniest thing because, you know, they have them all lined up in oh, the room. Yeah, and yeah, the doctor yeah. comes around, what's your meds? What are you taking? Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. He gets to my mom and he goes, what med are you on? And she goes, nothing. He goes, diabetes, nothing. Cholesterol, <laughs> nothing. This, nothing. And then he looks at me. He looks at her. He goes... Is she telling the truth? <laughs> and I said, yeah, she's telling. He goes, well, how? Right. Did you hear everybody else? And I said, yeah, but everybody else is not following a plant-based diet. 
plant-based, oil-free, sugar-free. Well, I didn't get right? into that. And yeah, goes, yeah, it's overwhelming to yeah, hear that, right? Yeah, it's overwhelming. And I said, a plant-based diet. Yeah. And he goes, really? And then I said, yeah, but on top of that, she's salt, oil, and sugar-free. He goes, nice. okay, you lost me there, but we'll talk you later. You lost me there. <laughs> That's great. But it's the proof. It's so true. It's so true. And you know what? Food truly can be your medicine. Absolutely And then what I look at is the potency, for example, of addition of herbs. You and I know what makes this diet flavorful is herbs. It's not just that the herbs taste good. Yeah. They were loaded with antioxidants, with uh, phytochemicals, enzymes. They're so important. So when I make a salad, you know, and, and those of you who are jumping in a little bit late, I mean, I it mean, takes two people just, to hold this salad. I mean, <laughs> and by the way, I've weighed this. I think I consume about, I don't know what it is, upward of 20 pounds of raw fruits and vegetables and, and beans and stuff a day. I mean, it's, it's sizable, I right? Mean, look at you. Look how t thin you are. 10 to 20 pounds. Maybe I'm exaggerating 20. Maybe it's 10. I'll weigh it for you guys, but I'll have to weigh the container and show you that exactly. is the weight. I'll go downstairs and weigh it. Hey, Danny, can you weigh this puppy? Are you around? <laughs> I don't see anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the point is we can, the more food of plant-based that you eat, and again, you have to be selective. So going right. back to, I want to, I really want to zero this in because to be successful in the weight loss, particularly for people who have a genetic tendency and they have been born, unfortunately, with a large number of fat cells, they would have survived in the rainforest while everyone else was starving. But the fact is they're carrying, some of them are weighing three, 400 pounds, Isn't that 500 sad? pounds. And if you just taught them this in that six week window of helping them overcome that addiction, right? Yep. But then- it will take about a year to drop 50 to 80 to 100 pounds, right? Yeah. But there's no rush. There is absolutely no rush. And I remember even during my own weight loss journey, I plateaued for a good seven months. But guess what? The inches were getting smaller. My clothes were getting looser. Not the scale did not move. And I don't care anymore about what the scale says because scales are for fish. I mean, we really don't need to be getting on that scale as what is it really truly measuring? Maybe you had a lot of water. Maybe you had a lot of this. Maybe you didn't go to the restroom in the morning. Maybe there's so much that could, you know, but the scale plays a bad, I don't know, it's just bad for the mind. It, it just, you shouldn't be, you know, I, I used to be that scale monkey that I used to get on the scale five times a day, but now it's my clothes. I, I'm glad you brought that up. And that's why I usually tell my new uh, clients that are coming in, don't really take time going off of a keto or a protein or a, or a Western American diet on high fat, high protein, which dehydrates the body to weigh yourself when you transition to a high plant-based diet. Because that plant-based diet, two things, you're going to gain 10 pounds, the intestines are going to be filled with fiber and the intestines hold 10 pounds of weight. Yeah. But when you eat animal product, there's no fiber and all the juice is sucked out. And, and then you get the digestive disorders like Dr. Dennis Burkett talked about, diverticulosis, you get uh, uh, Crohn's disease, you get colitis, you get uh, 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 appendicitis. And by the way, I, when I was in my 20s, I had an appendectomy. They had to remove it because wow. I was in so much pain from eating protein animal-based foods. There was no fiber. And the fiber, according to Dr. Burkett, is necessary to move that fecal material along and not let it get stuck in the appendix then it gets infected so you you really are solving so many problems but the problem if you step on the weight scale 
and you weigh 10 pounds more and you gain water weight. You know, when you're born, you have 80% water. And as you follow a high protein fat diet, all that water is dehydrated. You drop down to 60% water, somewhere around there, fat has no water in it. So when you start following this program, you become hydrated and that's a good thing. But it's the weight scale, thing, yeah. your weight scale goes up. 10, 15 pounds. And you they're go, like, oh, oh my no, God, I gained, gained so 15 pounds. No, no, It's no. not like that Wear at all. your clothes, your clothes. I'm telling you, your clothes are the best indicator. But I have to say, your clothes might be deceptive too because if your stomach is filled with food, you might well, be pushing the, the, the belt a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but then by the morning. But by morning, you, what happens? It's all you gone. evacuate it. You and, then, evacuate. and then you could weigh yourself, but don't get crazy with the weight, that, the weight scale. That's don't not going to solve. Um, uh, yeah, no. No. No, no, right? So think about it then. What is the window of eating? Now, I know Volter Longo from USC talks about older people and in primitive times, they didn't run around fasting on purpose. It ended up because there was no food. So really starting to eat around eight in the morning and ending about eight o'clock at night, that window. Now I'll go past eight. If I'm going to be up a little later, I try, I like to get to sleep fairly early if I can, but that window to let the body go through its digestion and everything, but eat like a king for breakfast, then lunch is the next size meal, and then the dinner is the popper meal, the smaller so meal, you, but smaller in, in food density. Right. Salads, soups, go, and, and fruit. If you go to the Middle East, hey, like, Danny. Yeah. The, yeah. Way, the way we were brought up, lunch was our main meal. Weigh this because I, I want the audience to know what? how much food is in here. That It would take me... Maybe if I only ate this for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, sometimes that's the case when I come to the office, or it might flow over to the next day. I'll right. put it in a container, right? So we're going to weigh this right now. And you just put it on a weight scale and bring it back up, and we'll estimate what the container so is. So the way I eat, I eat if I'm hungry. And lately, for whatever reason, I don't get hungry till around 11, 11.30. Okay. And then my last meal, I want to be done by 6. That's, oh, that's okay. me. So that's my window. Your window. That's, that's where I feel good. But if, but what am I eating? I'm still eating all this plant food. So if I get hungry, I can go back and eat some more. It's not right. Right. What I find is, I do an added thing with what I call intuitive eating. Uh, I'll go ahead and kind of anticipate because I'm all about performance, mental and physical. And since I compete still in uh, weightlifting competitions. If I have a drop off in how I feel a little bit weak, I know that's a forerunner to my blood sugar dropping to me and the next set will be getting hungry. So it's weak, you know, empty, and then hunger. So I don't wait till hunger because sometimes if I wait till hunger, personally, I might go, oh, and then I might feel like I've, I've got to overeat or, or if I... If I didn't bring food with me, which by the way, for 43 years, I always carry a container with me to pack my food sure, in. Sure, absolutely. 43 years, because that allowed me to be 100% consistent. Yeah. And then if someone showed up with some foods I don't want to eat, I don't have to eat it. No, you don't. But anticipating hunger for peak performers, especially if you don't want that drop off and you don't want to depend on coffee, then that might be an added thing. But what you're doing is a little better for dropping the weight though, going right up to where your body goes i'm hungry seven. how much seven. okay so you, you've got seven pounds of food right here like more than seven pounds and the container probably weighs less than if if, if yeah. ounces right because yeah. it's, it's it's just a little little thing right there so seven pounds of food so yeah okay that logical i'll consume seven to ten pounds worth of food in sure. a day and that's what our primitive relatives consumed not these little portions weight watchers and jenny craig's these little tiny portions where 
if they even ate ounce. They measure it to the ounce, don't they? They measure it to the ounce. Have you been to any of those things? Oh, yes. I've done Jenny Craig. I've <laughs> okay. done Nutrisystems. Okay. I've, I've done, ev- well, not everything, but yeah, I, I have. And uh, okay. I always lost weight, mm-hmm. but then it all came back. Why did it come back? Because it was not sustainable what they were teaching me. It just wasn't sustainable. And then they were giving me their food. So I can't, I can't go and buy their food 24-7, you know? So it wasn't sustainable. Yeah, it, it, it makes sense. And you didn't feel good, right? No, I did not feel good. And you know what? Once you learn how to eat based on caloric density, you're going to be fine. That's yeah. all, that's so all I wanted to learn. circle back full full circle. You, you and I were talking about um, spices and herbs, and I, I wanted to just bring up a moment here about the whole idea of something that's particular to, to the culture of the Persian recipes and cooking. And we discovered the benefit of, of uh, turmeric. Right. And so we, when we design our supplements, we use the most potent, effective herbs. They're tested to be free of microbes, bacteria, heavy metals, oh. and they're sourced from around the world. And so the reality is that they're all done in the U.S. And we, we make sure that they follow what's called good manufacturing practices. Because I've learned, it's interesting, but a phone call comes in and they say, I, I understand you wrote a book, um, Acne Be Gone for Good, right? So... So we've helped all these kids with hormonal acne, over 50,000 kids from around the world who have been using this product. And they take a product, which is the 30 second solution. It's rich in dim methane, which is cruciferous vegetables like, like from cauliflower or cabbage and so forth and broccoli. And um, they, they use this product, Estroblock, and they take it. And their skin starts to clear up within weeks, just starts to clear up. There's a lot of clinical reasons that I explained in the book. And so, and then I talk to them, if they call in, I say, well, did you buy the book? No, I just heard your your solution works and I just want to take the capsule. I said, well, let's work on improving your diet. Well, I I don't want to talk about that. We don't need to change my diet. (laughs) Because our diet is so good. (laughs) They think it is good. No, they think it is. They really do. So I think that, you know, we're at a stage now in the world where, I want the full disclosure that, look, if you're going to use supplements, use high-quality supplements that are herbal-based, whole plant-based, not not chemicals and things. And secondly, I think there is a need for supplements, having looked at tens of thousands of people's blood over a 43-year period, even those who look like they're following a good plant-based diet, I find nutritional deficiencies. It's just been the case. You might find it in mine. (laughs) So so from that, I make our recommendations, we move forward, and that way it's much more science-based. So that's why I wrote the book, Blood Doesn't Lie, in time for the lockdown, that people would understand the immune system, how your immune system functions, and I gave 35 steps that are outlined in the book that are absolutely golden for building up the health and the body. And without a healthy immune system, where are you? Yeah. Without a good cardiovascular system, lymphatic system, where are you? Without good neurology, where are you? It's all intertwined, right? I agree. Hey guys, I got to tell you, the new coaching program has come out and we're excited about the coaching program because the coaching program is at nickdelgado.com. We'd love to help to guide you, to coach you on your health journey. And now you can apply for the special coaching program. And you can also get our special book, Immune Rejuvenation. Just leave your name and email, and you're going to get one of the best books written on this whole subject. We are excited to know, Anne, and I got to tell you that 
you know, the whole idea of immune rejuvenation has come.